Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse, Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss topics that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and join us on social media at Fuse Marriages. Join the conversation by emailing us info at FuseMarriages.com. Hey, hey. What is going on today? It's a good day to be here. It is a good day. Mm-hmm. We missed last week. Hope y'all missed us. <laughs> it was our anniversary. Yeah. Do you know what? Sometimes you got to just take a pause, you know, for the cause. Yeah, but we're also coming to the end of season two. Yeah, it's big. It's kind of crazy. It is. It is. Yeah. Second season. Some yeah. good feedback. Couple couple good. weeks. It is. It is. I think, I think, I mean, hopefully this is helping y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our goal, right? We, we don't have any other agenda outside of the share our experiences. And the people that say it's okay for the share theirs, we do share people's experiences, but we don't like, you know, go all the way yeah. on nobody else's stuff. But we get permission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we talk about us mostly. Yeah, we try to because, like Michael says, like we've we have lived experiences, and if you have gone through something or you know have a valid perspective, then you should yeah. share it so other people they don't have to go through some of the heartbreak, some of the pain and challenge that we've experienced. Absolutely. Sharing, I think, I think, um, just sharing information and insight on relationships and really how to deal with people, because mm-hmm. that's all it is, right? Dealing relationship is dealing how to learn to deal with somebody besides you. Yeah, <laughs> good at dealing with me. Yeah, everybody else. Yeah, yeah, I could deal with me, but can you deal with me? Mm. And can I deal with you? That's the question. Well, we, <laughs> that's the question. Trying to stay together, all of us. <laughs> that's the question. But no, um, today I just want to talk about something. That's really, really important and exciting. No, I think, you know, I, I always say that. So that's why we laugh. Yeah. But, but um, I'm going to start off with, I guess, uh, 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 I have some, I was something basically like, you know what? I, I believe something back when I was growing up and y'all may believe it as well. When I said y'all gonna know what I'm talking about and I don't think it's true. Okay. And it is sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah. They taught us that. Your parents may have taught you that. Mm-hmm. You may have repeated that to your kids. Well, but I don't think that's true. I agree. I don't think that's true. And I really just discovered. So, you know, in all the the a few decades, you know, maybe more than a few decades I've been on this earth <laughs> that I just discovered that that that's not true. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm a duck. Like you call me a duck, I can let stuff roll off. But do they really? I'm a sponge. Yeah. Everybody's different, maybe, but I think some people give the appearance that they don't, it's not affecting them. Yeah. But it affects everybody's different, right? It could affect me and motivate me, the same word. Mm-hmm. It could affect you and make you feel bad mm-hmm. or vice versa. But it's affecting you. Right. Some people look at, you know what, you ain't never going to be. And they like, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong. Some people say, you ain't never going to be. And they like, man, I can't, I don't know if I can. Mm-hmm. Same word, but affects somebody different. Absolutely. So today I just want to, I want to talk about, you know, we got to learn how to speak. Learn how to right. speak. Right. All right. We talking now, we having conversation now, but really we got to learn how to speak. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to go through a few different items. And I know you're going to have some amazing insight because you always do. Well, yeah, so I just want to start off with a, a quick, at least, example of, of, of what we're going to kind of jump into. So 
back in 2012, Russell Wilson, everybody knows Seattle Seahawks quarterback, mm-hmm. played in Super Bowl against the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Right? He was fairly. People know him as Sierra's husband. Sierra, now, back then they depending, didn't. Depending on right, your where frame you of at. Reference. It's been Just nine so years. We can all be on the same page. Yeah, on the same page. Sierra's husband, Russell Wilson, Seattle Seahawks quarterback. quarterback. Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. It was less than a minute left to go in the game. They drive the field. They get all the way down to the goal line. Mm-hmm. And they're down by two points. Right. The score is 14 to 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. They get all the way down to the two-yard line. It's the fourth, I believe it's the fourth quarter. And, and it's the fourth down. He takes the hike. He picks it up. He throws an interception. Mm-hmm. Crushed, right? He's like, man, he had won Super Bowl before, the year before. And he was back again, like, you know what? I'm going to win it again. And his mind, like, okay, you know what? It messed him up. He threw an interception. It messed him up. Mm-hmm. It messed him up so bad, he had to go speak to a sports psychologist. Mm-hmm. Right? And what the sports psychologist did, Trevor Moe Watt, I think I believe is his name. But what he did is that he said, uh, you know what? Every day, almost for like six months, he sent him a montage of all of his, his greatest plays over the last couple seasons. And really, he did that to really get in his headspace to start saying, you know what? No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, I'm not that. I'm not that interception. I'm not that failure. Mm-hmm. I'm not that person that you it know let my teammate me. down. It doesn't define me, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's the first step of really where we talking about learning how to speak. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to speak to yourself. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, you may need some help, right? In his case, he got a sports psychologist to help remind him of who he was, mm-hmm. right? And he was able to get over that. And he actually speaks about it. You know, he some articles. Y'all can Google it, whatever, say any other. And he talks about it, um, about that, that whole experience. But, like, the first step of learning how to speak is really know how to speak to yourself. Yeah. And if you can't speak to yourself, then you can get caught in a situation where, like, man, you're looking at yourself in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? We'll get to that, but I want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's huge. I don't, I'm not even sure where to go from there mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, how we communicate to us, I think that starts at such a young age. I think that, you know, you, it, it's added to or taken away from, but at some point you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're deciding I'm, I'm pretty, I'm smart. I'm, you know, I'm athletic, I'm purposed. And I think that's why it's important for us to tell our children, give our children affirmations to give our spouse affirmations, to give our friends affirmations, because it either enhances, well, it enhances the self-talk, whether positive or negative. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a, like a a major thing because some of our, some of our problems, even in our relationships, I guess that's where we're going with this, but in our relationships is how we view us. And then we expect that to be fixed by our spouse. Okay. I got married. So you're supposed to fix these these broken parts of me and that's not our spouse's job. And that's a very hard thing to get because you get married and your, and your expectation is for this person to be perfect. We don't say that nobody, nobody says I expect you to be perfect, but the expectation is, Hey, you should know, you should be able to read my mind. You should be able to know what I want and what I need. And when that's not met, we're disappointed, but some of those, those needs and wants should be self-fulfilling. They shouldn't be, 
the responsibility of the other person. So if I have a broken spot in me for whatever reason and at whatever time it happened, whether it's parental, whether it's, um, you know, with uh, in blended family, whether it's with a job or education. Yeah, you should definitely be able to talk with your spouse about that and they should be able to kind of help you along that journey. But they can't fix you Mm. and you fix you. (laughs) So that part of that is is determining what talk has attached itself to me. And what do I need to, to break away? And that's a tearing away of sometimes years and years and years worth of things that I've been telling myself. So now I have to kind of, I have to determine that self-reflection is important and to take off the facade. Because some of us cover up that self-talk yeah. by like that's jumping true. into another relationship or by, you know what, I'm going to leave town or I'm going to move. Yep. I'm out of here yep. or I'm going to make a drastic lifestyle. I'm not, I'm not going to church no more, or I'm not going, you know, I'm not hanging out with this group of people anymore. Some of the stuff. Okay. You know, it might be, it might be healing to you, but some of it is just, it's just pretense. You're not really, really, really doing the work. Now we always, we do advocate for therapy, but we also say like, sometimes you just need to get a journal and get in a closet by yourself and say, you know what self, who am I and who do I want to be? And what is not helping me achieve my goal for myself? And, and how I determine, because you get the choice. You get the choice to be who you want to be. You get the choice to change everything or change nothing. It's nobody else's responsibility. Now, certainly there are people that can partner with you along the way. There's, you know, if you're married and you're deciding you're going to make a total life change, then that does in- include some conversation. But that big, that first piece is just huge. Being right. able to say, Tristan, or your name, you know, I don't like this part of myself. What do I need to do? What do I need to do differently? Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's, that's, that's an I mean, amazing thing of trying to like, like figure that out. And I think just so we all know, we're jumping into this middle of the conversation. We're talking about learning how to speak, right? Learning how to speak in regards to your relationships with, you know, say your spouse or a significant other, whoever that is, or it could be family member, whatever that is, right? We got to learn how to speak. We are sticks and stones and break my bones, but words never hurt. That is a lie. Okay. But I think I just want to frame up like, you know, we normally kind of go through the three different points, whatever we're going to cover. I think it's important to kind of hear them all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about it. You going to roll with me? Okay, let's roll. Let's roll with me. So like, so, okay. So the first thing, right. I kind of alluded to it. kind of alluded to it a little bit before. It's like, you know what? Someone is really the first person to kind of speak to tell you who you are. Your parents, mm-hmm. teacher, grandparent. Mm-hmm. But they're telling you like, you know what? Tristan, you're this. Michael, you're this. Mm-hmm. And then that's implanted in you, right? Then the second part is like kind of we we jumped into it is like, you know what? Now I'm speaking to myself, Mm -hmm. right? Somebody spoke something over me. I repeat what they've spoken over me, even if it's mentally and not verbally, but you're still speaking in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Then you're speaking some words to yourself, even if it's mentally, not externally. Mm -hmm. And then you're exercising those, what you practice throughout life. Mm -hmm. What someone told you, what you tell what you told yourself over the years. Now you're repeating what's been told that what uh, how it's been told to you, right? If somebody, you know, dogged you down, you may dog somebody else down, mm-hmm. right? If you've been dogging yourself down, you may, you're going to, you're going to dog the next person down, even if it's not on purpose hmm. and advice versus true, right? If you've been speaking love and, and you know what, man, I got this, this, any, you know, people like that, you know, they're motivated. Like, man, why are you motivated? Somebody told them, you know what? You great. You're going to be good. They might've been bad as you know what, as a kid, but then, you know, I mean, mom and dad like, boy, he gonna be all right. That's okay. You know what? He gonna be right. Boy, y'all start talking about my baby like that. Mm-hmm. He gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And he like, yeah, my mama said I'm gonna be good. Mm-hmm. So he, he spoke to him. Somebody, mama said spoke to him. He spoke to himself. Now he's gonna say, you know what? He gonna see his boy. You gonna be all right. 
I know you failed this, that, and the other. You're going to be okay. Even this boy might have did something crazy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be all right. I understand this, that, and the other. So I want to talk about each one of those, right? Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. You, you said them fast. So we're I talking did. about number number one, how we how we receive what somebody spoke over us. Yeah, what somebody spoke. We haven't got into that one yet. Yeah, we haven't. Number two, how we then talk to ourselves. Yep. And then number three, how then we also talk to others. Yep. Okay, so we talked a little bit about how we talk to ourselves. Talk a little bit about how other people might implant words into us. Yeah, yeah. I think I think even if it's by accident, people speak good and bad things about you when you're when you're coming up as a kid. Mm-hmm. We see it, you know, kids that are you know say in a foster home, right? And they're like, man, if they receive love, they have a shot of like, okay, hopefully getting at it. But it's like, man, you know what? Nobody don't really want you. You just here with me because X Y Z. Your mama don't want you crushing yeah. crushing i'm using that as a that's a good example like a horrible experience to yeah. for a kid to have to go through that yeah they talk a lot about that i'm really um interested in like adoption and things like that and they talk a lot about that when kids are adopted um how then they make a mark in the world there are some children that are adopted and now they feel that sense of love we can look at like simone biles for example yeah. who then goes on to achieve amazing feats and then there are other examples of people that were adopted that didn't receive that love and that affirmation that now struggle to function in the world that's not to say that you know miss biles doesn't but there's um, a stark difference into how we receive information and how we receive love and then how we transmit it and i think that goes along with also kind of things that we would say might be quote-unquote positive yeah um so like you you might tell somebody for example um you're an athlete, you're an athlete. And they grow up saying like, I'm an athlete, I'm an athlete. And in that, in that sense, they, and I'm, I'm curious to hear your perspective, but in that sense, they feel like they fit, but then yeah. some feel like they can't do anything but that. Like, okay, well, if I'm not an athlete, you know, they get, mm. they start playing sports and they've now been defined by I'm an athlete and then they hurt themselves. Now what? Yeah. Now, now what am I? Now what can I do? What can I contribute? Um, so it's, it's, and it's the same, oh, man, you're just so pretty. You're just so pretty. Well, then everything is physical. So if I'm if my hair isn't done, my makeup's not on, if I'm not dressed right, mm. or then, yeah, then what am I? Am I still desired as a human if if I don't have this? Or, you know, people define themselves by money. Like, mm. oh, man. So there are certain things that people can put on us potentially trying to be helpful. Like, I want my daughter. I tell her, girl, you're beautiful. And I have her say it. But it's also, you're beautiful. You're smart. You have integrity. You're talented. You know, mm-hmm. there are different things because I want her to be well-rounded. So I'm curious what your what your kind of thoughts are about how people, you know, intend to say something really kind, mm-hmm. that they intend to say something that that's helpful. So I want to get your thoughts right after we take a very, very short break. And we'll be right back. In two and two. Hey, y'all, we just wanted to take a quick break and thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. Um, So if you haven't yet, make sure that you subscribe, follow us on all social media. And oh, we have this thing that we want you to check out fusedradio.com. There are other broadcasters that you will hear from. You're really going to love it. Um, So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You all are so wonderful. Um, And we look forward to connecting with you more in the future. All right, so we are jumping back into this conversation about the impact and the effect that words really have. And I'd asked you a question right before we took that break. What are your thoughts as a, on 
kind of how the positive intended positive word, Mm -hmm. how they might negatively define us. And really, what can we do? We're trying to be, you know, we're trying to be good about this. What what do you what do you what do you hear and see? No, that's 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 a that's a great, 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 great question. I think it's an important one because I think it like what does those words do? Because it's like I think they build on top of each other. Right. I think your experiences really just reflect outwardly when you get you know an adult and you kind of relationships and you're working this I mean it all just kind of like ends up meshing together mm-hmm. and it's like you know you're a bible person I mean, I mean Bible people but you know what I mean it's like life and death is, is in is in the power of the tongue mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. life and death yeah. like it's like it's not it's like they're both so I can speak life into something or into somebody or I can speak death into something or somebody right. and like People don't understand that. I didn't. I ain't going to lie to you. You know what I mean? I didn't understand that. And actually, I probably not until I got married and I met you. And you said, what? Why you stop saying that? You keep talking like, you know what I mean? Don't speak that. And I just be talking. Right? Just sometimes I joke a lot. This, that, and the other. I say a lot. Just sometimes. You know what I mean? And like, I didn't, I didn't like, you know, and I think one time I tell a story, quick story. We were like, I said, uh, we were were pulling up to my uh, my parents' house. Mm -hmm. They live in the country. And. We were getting the kids out, and I was like, "Hey, R, you better watch out. A wolf is gonna get you. Stop playing." And I, I, like I saying it now. no, no, it wasn't about three seconds later. Later, a wolf, wolf comes running right behind the car. Yeah, and I said, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. It freaked me out. It's like so know. I said, and this was recent, y'all. This was in the last couple of years. Yeah. So I was like, it's "Like a year and a half ago." Life and death is in a. I spoke it. Unbeknownst, she that was fine. She was fine. Everything was fine. It literally just ran behind the car. But like, I think God was just showing me, like, hey, you know, watch what you say. Your wife been trying to tell you, watch what you say, watch what you say. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> to build on that on that on that uh, comment or story, whatever what you're saying is like, man, I think us as adults have to learn, understand at least the importance of what we're saying to people that we're around, and we can start with the kids that we are influencing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, hopefully build that out to the other adults that we're around. But, like, man, we have kids, we have nephews, we have nieces. It's like, man, you don't know what those words are saying, the words of encouragement. Like, hey, you got this. Keep going. It ain't got to be nothing big and profound. Like, they kids. Mm-hmm. They want to just feel like, hey, you know what? I, I, I Okay, it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Even when they may have got a C in a class and they wanted a B or A. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even when they got, you know, they didn't place in that event and they thought they should, you know, they worked real hard at it. Or whatever it is, like, man, it's like, and particularly from a parent to a kid, I think it's super important because it's like, man, who is more important than your mama and your daddy? Mm-hmm. Probably nobody. In a lot of cases, some cases maybe we had grandparents or other aunts that maybe equally as important to uncles, whatever. But a lot of our cases is like, man, we want to hear from our parents. Mm-hmm. And if our parents and us, you know, us that our parents out there, y'all are the parents, like, man, we got to start speaking to our kids, give them correction, this, that, and the other, but we got to build them up too. You know what I mean? We can't be sugarcoating like, you know, when they doing wrong or anything like that. But we got to say, you know what? Come on now. I know you better than this. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a way of saying like, you know, I can't believe you did this. Channing, you old bad boy. First <laughs> he's not bad. Yeah. So like we don't. He's active. He's active. <laughs> you know what I mean? We come in that new age. He's active. He's active. You know, somebody else may call him, you know, he's a little extra. But he's better active. not. <laughs> I show better not hear it. But I think one of the things that you point out is how we we speak to our children, it affects how they see themselves, mm-hmm. but also how we speak to our spouse. Come on. Um, so how, what our spouse says to us, it weighs so much. And and you can't take back what you say. Now, mm. You got to be careful. My grandmother used to tell me, watch how people talk when they're mad. 
because it's gonna it's gonna show you something. Mm. So you have to watch. I have to watch because I know I have a sharp tongue. And this is some of that you you have to know yourself. I know I have a sharp tongue. So when I'm mad, I gotta be real careful. <laughs> really yeah. careful. All of us do. And that. and when you talk to your spouse, you can build them up or tear them down. There's a way that you can say, you know what, that dress is not flattering. You can be like, Oh, okay. That's that's different. And that's right. different than like different, yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? I really like that purple one. I really like that. That purple one is sexy, you mm-hmm. know. Oh, let me go put on the purple one versus versus you know. Uh, there are different ways. If you don't know some ways, ask when things are calm, you know. So I say that yeah. to say that there are there are ways that we can address our spouse either in anger or in affirmation that they will remember mm-hmm. forever. So just so that you that you're aware, and you guys have been in relationships, and there are there are couples that are divorced. Because of what was said, not necessarily yeah, because true. of what was done, but because of what was said. Hey, he he said this thing and I just couldn't get over it. Or she she said this thing to me when I was down and it never left my mind. Um, so thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think even as you start looking at like, you know, the solution of, of, of really what you know, how to how do you learn how to speak? Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm thinking like, OK, I got to first practice. And if like I'm talking about practice, then how do you practice? You know, we can't be like Alan Iverson practice. This is practice. We talking about practice. If y'all, you know, a little young, y'all may not know who that is or what that's about. Yeah, they do. Google it and it'll come up in probably YouTube somewhere. But anyway, we have to practice, right? We have to practice learning how to speak. How do you practice? You don't practice on somebody else, you practice on yourself first. So if I'm learning how to speak, I gotta learn how to speak to myself first. And then hopefully that translates to me speaking to somebody else differently. Yeah. But even with that, if you don't get it right every time, it's okay. But you also have to practice that. Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I apologize. Absolutely. Or I should have said this. Even how you talk to yourself. You know what, Tristan? You woke up this morning. You broke up. You did not tell yourself the truth. Mm. You know, let me let me take a minute. Tell yourself the truth. Hold on. I like that. It's deep. What you mean by that? Tell you. You woke up and tell yourself the truth. Yeah. Give me an example. you wake up and you're like, man, I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can do that, that, that. I, mm-hmm. I, man, I, you know, you went to sleep wrong and you woke up and you just don't tell yourself the truth. And you can do that throughout the day. You can go to the gym defeated. Yeah. And I'm going in here to work out, man, I'm fat. I can't do this. Or man, I'm, I don't have any energy or I, da, 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 da. you can go into the work, man, it's going to be a bad day. Right. I'm not going to be able to finish this report. I'm not, you know, you can be a, a mom at home, man. I can't, I cannot teach these kids. Da, 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 da. And there are times that you get discouraged and that's, right. that's being honest. But there are also times you need to say, hold on, pause, break. You know what, Tristan, you got this. You can do this. You you went through this and you made mm-hmm. it to this point. So certainly you can, whatever those things are. And sometimes I have to give myself, sometimes your spouse comes in and says, wait, hold on, take a seat. Let me talk to you for a minute. And that's where your spouse, man, they become that teammate where when you're telling yourself the wrong information, they can help you reprogram yourself. Right. They can help you come in like pause, push where, where did this come from? Cause this wasn't in the download. We need to get rid of this because mm. this is messing up the program Say that and, and move that out to the side. Okay. Let's, let's write something new. Let's put some new code in here. And that's where they speak into your life. Yeah. And if you don't get it right every time, like I, w- I was talking about earlier, sometimes people say the, the wrong thing thinking they saying the right thing. And then you redefine what that thing is for you. Mm-hmm. You can correct that code. You can go in and say, you know what? They said that, 
you know, I was an athlete. And man, athletics got me to this point, and I'm so thankful. But now I'm going somewhere else. Now there has been a transition. I can handle this transition because I have the skills. I have I have what it takes. I learned some things in sports, and now I'm going to learn some things in such and such arena. I learned some things. Man, I, I went through a divorce. That's not to say that I'm not going to get married again. That's not to say I'm not going to be happy again. Man, my kid, they went to jail. That's not to say I was a bad mother. Man, mm, I should have yeah. done. I should have done this. I could have done this. I wish I had done this. Man, change your self talk. Change that and make sure yeah. that the person that you are with, your partner, hey, you know what? We're going to have to redefine how we talk to each other because I haven't always honored how I'm supposed to talk to you. I haven't always prioritized our communication or, you know, vice versa. You know what? I didn't think communication was that important. I didn't recognize that you needed affirmation. Mm -hmm. So let me make the correction and tell you how valuable you are. Because when you get into a relationship... All that stuff that you did before, because you didn't just get into a relationship and be like, he cute, she's sexy, we we in this thing. No, there was some talk. And that's what needs to continue in your yeah. relationship. You need to talk. Man, you are so smart. Man, I love talking to you. You are such an intellect. I love your perspective. Man, you're beautiful. I just love looking at you. I love being in your mm. space. Mm -hmm. Michael used to tell me, he still does, I just love breathing your air. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah I get my nose right up to her mouth. <laughs> I love breathing and your air. <laughs> I just breathe in her air. He really I, I promise you I do that. He really does Man, do that. Best but thing ever. I say that, I say that to say that sometimes the the way that we talk to our partners can also influence how yeah. how we see ourselves cuz you need some support. You tell yourself first, "Hey, I got to tell I got to talk right to myself." There are some voices in my past, there are some voices in my history. They yeah. may or may not have been right, but right now, if you're grown, you have a responsibility to yourself. You have an obligation to your life, not, yeah, you're a mom, you're a friend, you're a spouse, you're a husband, you're an aunt, you're an uncle, but you got to take care of you. You got to look in the mirror at you and say, you know what? I'm good. I got stuff I can work on, but man, I'm straight. I'm the business. I'm what that is. All these voices back here that might say negative stuff, all the ones that are around me that might have something to say, let them talk because I'm talking to me. Yeah. And then you got that partner, that spouse that's going to tell you some things too. Like, man, yeah, you good. You ready? You ready for this day? Mm -hmm. You know, you ready? ready we going to take on the world. Man, you got your calling. You got your purpose. You got you got all the things that are inside of you that you want to accomplish. I say, yeah. And I say, you got it. You mm -hmm. got the things you want to accomplish. How can I help you? How Why you got this New York thing this? going on? See, yeah. you went back. You went back to what? whatever you were in your New York days or My something. My New York days. Yeah. No, <laughs> you I'm, say, go on, say yo in there. Go on, yo, get it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess some people say, yeah. <laughs> say son. I'm feeling you, though. Hey, yo, I'm son. feeling it. Yeah. So, but I say all that to say that sometimes life is hard. Yeah. And sometimes you got to give yourself a pep talk and you got to like in, in, in sports, they have cheerleaders in sports. You you're in the game and you need you look over the sidelines. Sometimes the fans are not clapping for you. Sometimes they yell and boo. You know, sometimes they got they yeah. bringing up your past. I remember when um. Oh, man, I can't remember. Tony Parker was playing, and he was, at the time, dating Eva Longoria. And they, I think they were going through some things. And I remember watching the game, and the fans in the stands, they would hold up these pictures of Eva. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. They would hold up. He, he played for the Tell San Antonio Spurs. He would hold, they would hold up signs of Eva Longoria when they were going kind of through some things to distract him, to get him off. So every time he would have to make a free throw, they would hold these signs up. But on the sideline... There were cheerleaders. They were like, go, or whatever. You know, I don't know if they're drill teamers or dancers. I don't really know what their 
what they did. But I do know that they encouraged him to stay focused on the goal. When all these distractions, they had all the signs up that were trying to get him off course, get his mind somewhere else. He had people on the sidelines, his teammates, the, the cheer squad, people that were like, come on, man, you got this, Tony. I don't know if that's what they said, but that's what it looked like. And you got to have people on your sidelines that even when the naysayers are around and they got something to say because they will be around, no matter if you do something or do nothing, they will be there. And you got to have some teammates, your spouse there. Hey, I got you. And if you're not going to be that encouraging spouse, then you got an issue you with you. you if you get married your responsibility is to be a cheerleader for your spouse Hell. if you can't do that then you need to go to therapy and you need to figure out why you're so selfish yeah you're gonna close us on out then oh, I'm no to, that's a, you don't have anything to add to that i got a plenty to add but i'm like we short on time so oh, i'm gonna let you I, we're I gonna took, let that I took be us all the way you took us all the way my bad homie it's okay, but I guess I guess I'll say this as we kind of just, you know, wrap up before we kind of close out. It's like, you know what? I think you said it, right? I think my goal is to make you the best you, right? If you are the best you, it's not for my sake, but it's for your sake. But if you get a, your, your best you is, is, is better for me. And mm -hmm. if I'm not giving you the words, talking about learning how to speak to you and lifting you up and making you a better you, then I need to, I need to, I need to take a side step out of a situation, at least figure out how to talk to you, mm -hmm. right? So, and that's something I'm learning. I ain't going to say if I, I figured it out. And I'm like, I didn't realize how powerful communication was. Mm -hmm. This wasn't in my makeup, not my DNA, how I looked at words or this or any other. Then I started sitting back. I, I got with you and you, 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 you've you been helping me kind of understand it. You know, and I, I read different stuff, kind of understand about communication and the importance of it. I'm like, maybe I've been wrong a little bit, a lot bit. You know, I said a little bit because I want to make myself look too bad. <laughs> maybe I've been wrong. And I'm like, okay, hold on. I'm like, well, why did they kill Jesus? Mm. Not for what he did, but for what, what, what he was saying. Mm. It was his words, mm. right? His words is what got him killed. And like, I, I like, man, that's powerful right there. And like, and I thought about, okay, you know what? But in the beginning, God spoke things into existence. Well, right. So I was like, man, okay, hold on. God spoke it into existence. Mm -hmm. They killed Jesus because of his words. Mm -hmm. I got, I got it wrong. Words are important. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be even doing this right here, speaking to people. Cause I didn't think oh, it's not that big a deal. It is a big deal. I'm learning it's a big deal. I'm growing into it's a big deal. So it's just, you know, I think, you know, we got to learn how to speak. I'm learning. Y'all can learn. Yeah. You can grow. Words are powerful. Yeah, we can grow. Words are powerful. Man, y'all got to communicate with us on this. So I want to hear yeah. from you guys, but we just appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining us. And connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram. Check out the website for more content and resources, FuseMarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fuse with Tristan and Michael.